March 11, 2016, it's a Watt from Pedro show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Uh, man Alone Mode, Brother Matt, up in Vancouver, Canada. I think he might be seeing the band Black Sabbath. In a, a Bill Wardless Black Sabbath. So I don't know what that's supposed to be about. But hope, uh, safe seas for Brother Matt on his little journey. Um, started off the show. So I'm, I'm here in my pad. I'm in Pedro, but not at the pleasure point. Wild Kingdom. Love Grob. I'm here in Watts Pad. And we started with Exotica from John Coltrane in an alternate tape. Like Sunny, I think it's from that record. And then a tune by our guest via Skype from Tokyo, RO4. Yeah. And a tune called Always. Uh, welcome to the show. R-O-4. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell me your earliest musical memory? Musical memory. All right. Uh, um, my first memory about the music is... Uh, it's... Uh, I guess when I was uh, about uh, five or six years old, I, I've got... Uh, Compilation album okay. of a tape. It's tape, uh, not CD. Cassette tape. Cassette tape, yes. Cassette tape of uh, uh, very kiddie music, <laughs> like uh, animation songs, uh, TV animation, you know. Uh, and uh, about, about what time was this? What year? You're, you're year. five or six years old, but uh, in time... Uh, Ah, uh, uh, I guess it's um, twenty-five years ago or so. 25. Twenty-seven years ago, yeah. So twenty-five years ago would be nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety, yeah. It, it's on yeah. Okay, and uh, this is in Tokyo. Yeah. Now what? Your parents? Somebody gave you this cassette? Yeah, my mom uh, gave me a. Uh, Cassette tape, the cassette tape, and it includes uh, uh, various uh, TV animation songs. Ah, okay. Uh, like, uh, like uh, you, you it, I, I'm not sure you, you know, the title of the animation, uh, but uh, Dragon Ball or something. Well, I'll tell you. Actually, <laughs> you when know. I was a boy, uh, this is more the '60s, but so, I saw some cartoons from Japan. We had Astro Boy. Ah, we yeah. <laughs> very, very and we had uh, have... Prince Planet, and we had Kimba. They uh, were all kind of related, you know. I think you guys called Astro Boy Adam. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Astro Boy Adam. Yeah. And actually, I think he's from the 50s. 50s. And same, same with Gigantor. I think they're really old. But yeah, I remember really seeing old, those yeah. things. They're much different than the anime today, but uh, it was still, it was cartoons from Japan. And you're right, every show had their own theme song. Same thing over here. The, the cartoons mm -hmm. have theme songs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is your first music uh, uh, memory you got. And uh, so you ended up playing music. So I, I'm curious about that. What was the first instrument you got on? Uh, so my first music that I first composed. Yeah. Or, or just trying to learn how to play. Like you're a listener, right? Five, six years old, you're hearing this music. When did it get uh, your idea that you wanted to make music? Ah, uh, but it's a long, long story because uh, I started well, I'm to... interested, tell. <laughs> okay. I, I, 
I started to uh, play the piano uh, or to started to get uh, lessons of piano. Right, right. Uh, about uh, 16 years old. Oh, so right around yeah. when you got this cassette tape? Yeah, around that, yeah. Okay. And... Uh, Whose idea, your ma? Yeah, it's a part of the... I think, I, I guess it's a part of uh, her education. Sure. Because uh, she wanted me to get a... I'm not sure the exact word. I will search for the <laughs> degree. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm searching for the internet uh, accomplishment or breeding cultivation. Okay, okay. okay. She cultivation. You, I think yeah, she wanted you to learn. Yeah, get educated on playing a piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, and, uh, so was it a good experience? Because I've had people on the show that were forced to have piano lessons very young, and it was a total bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and they hated music because of that. But, then yeah, I, but, but I've I, met people who had a good experience, too. I didn't hate the <laughs> well, some teachers classical piano music. But, yeah, I did like the playing itself, but I'm not <laughs> uh, fond like the of style. Yeah, classical music. What, what about the teachers? Sometimes uh, I've been told the teachers are really mean and, uh, yeah, hit you on the knuckles with the ruler. <laughs> <laughs> not so, not so hard okay, uh, because uh, she was very, uh, yeah, my my piano teacher was a very kind and uh, warm uh, oh, person. Good. So she mm, never knuckles me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good news. So, yeah, uh, yeah. about how long did you take lessons? Yeah, uh, it's a long, long history. Man. I, I can say I have been, uh, I'm still uh, getting, getting a piano lessons from uh, another teacher. Oh, great. Yeah, great. so. I, I think you should never stop learning. I think that's what life's yeah. about. Yeah, I didn't stop the learning the piano, so. Yeah, long, long history. About it's about thirty, thirty years old. Sure, sure. Or, yeah, yeah. And uh, I first, uh, the first teacher uh, was uh, I. I learned the uh, piano from the first teacher for over about uh, twelve years. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I then I I was only playing the the very classical music, you know. Uh, sure. Like uh, Beethoven or Chopin or sure. yeah, but I uh, I encountered a uh, Russian uh, piano music around eight, eighteen years old, and I was interested in uh, I I started to be interested in uh, uh, Scriabin, you know Scriabin, composer Russian uh, composer yeah, classical music of a composer sure. Yeah, and I, I next encountered uh, Nikolai Kapustin, who is uh, still alive in Russia yeah. and composing uh, classical music. And uh, I was fascinated the sound, and but his music is very difficult, so yeah, I couldn't find a, a suitable teacher to teach me. A, Kapustin's music, how to play Kapustin music uh, in Japan. Yeah. So I 
I intensively uh, searched for the uh, new another teacher sure. to teach me a couple music uh, to uh, suitable play. Yeah, expand. Yeah, and I encountered a very uh, uh, such a kind of teacher, and I started to uh, uh, learn, learn from him. Uh, it's about uh, ninety years old. Ninety, an older. Ninety, yeah, ninety-year-old son. Uh, sorry, he was ninety, or you were nineteen. Yeah, yeah, I, I was nineteen. Sorry, (laughs) Sorry. that's why I said Oji son, (laughs) ninety. Yeah, yeah, my teacher is much younger than ninety. So, so, so you're you're talking like right after high school? No, I was in the university. uh, Oh, you're already in college. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, let's let's play a song here. Uh, okay. It's called uh, Building Blocks. Okay. Okay? Yeah, let's...
gato y ahora viene el tiroteo.
Pedro show. Uh, we had RO Ford doing building blocks. And then uh, Sawako and uh, yep. Daisuke Miyatani. I don't know how to pronounce this because they got like two L brackets. So <laughs> L brackets, a pair of L brackets. And then uh, very be careful with El Millionaire. Caballo de Aquilier. Aquilier. <laughs> Sorry. Familia Miranda, brand new from them. Out of Barcelona. The Wolf Pack. Barrett's Whitfield and the Savages. Out of Chicago. And finally, uh, brand new from Disciplina Kitschma. Ovinsk Omochi. That's uh, Koya. Incredible bass band. Uh, back to. Uh, Musical Journey R4 here. So you searched out, after 12 years with one teacher, you search out for another teacher to learn uh, to expand your piano yeah. playing with this uh, complicated Russian classical music. Mm, mm, yeah. Okay. And pick, t- take the story from there. After that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, in parallel, I, uh, back to the... I was when I was uh, around uh, uh, fourteen years old. Yeah, I got the my first synthesizer. Okay, uh, over Yamaha, very so cheap one. Yeah, we're talking keyboard, but not piano synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. So I had the I had the piano and the synthesizer uh, 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 when I was uh, fourteen years old. Yeah, teenager. Yeah, and I I was just a uh, uh, at first, I was just, just uh, copying the another uh, musician's music, but I wanted to make my original music. Then I started to my, uh, compose my own music uh, from uh, around uh, 16 years old. Did you have anybody kind of inspire you? Did, was there synthesizer players you looked up to? Mm, yeah, I'm... Mm, I have no uh, inspirer of the keyboard player, but uh, uh, there there were few uh, there there were few big events for me to uh, uh, my, change my musical uh, life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Profound. Yeah. Yeah. But one they were, is they were, uh, uh, they were gigs, concerts. Yeah. Uh, okay. There was a big uh, I encountered uh, it's a video game music uh, oh, video composer. Game? Yeah, okay. Sh- Shunak. Okay. You know Shunak? No, I don't. But <laughs> you I, you play the. Uh, I don't play many my... video games. No, and I, but I know every game's got some music and somebody has to write it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know right. that it's a big field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so Shunak's music uh, yeah, was a very. Uh, Big for me, and I have uh, changed uh, my style to compose music by his. Uh, he had big influence. Um, yeah, or his own composition by called the track Future Express. I encountered his music uh, in uh, 1998. Okay, late 90s. Yeah, late 90s, and his track was a big shock for me, and and then after the. There was a huge techno uh, rave event in Japan. Big rave, a gig. Yeah, called Wire 99. So, so uh, after, like a lot of dancing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dance event. And big beats. Big beats, yeah. <laughs> big beats. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so these these two things, uh, uh, video game music and this rave, a big influence on your uh, uh, music. Yeah, okay. right. The Shunak uh, music uh, was uh, uh, very, mm, like, uh, melodious and so okay. not the dance music. Okay. More melody, yeah. 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 And so I try to mix the, some kind of the dance music and melody thing into one composition. Kind of, so, uh, kind of blend. Yeah, yeah, kind of blend. Yeah, yeah. blend. Okay. And these are yeah. your first compositions? Yeah. So I, I've come into the, my original composition, the dance of and melody thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I tried uh, to make many demos uh, after that. And uh, in 29... Uh, like you record at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. And I, my debut was in uh, 2009. Yeah. And uh, I, composed, I, I was composing a, a little bit jazzy music uh, called Gazing at the Moon. You remember Gazing at the Moon? Sure. Yeah, my first single was Gazing at the Moon and uh, 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 a label Roxer, called Roxer in Germany uh, I found my uh, Gazing at the Moon and uh, they released uh, they my Gazing at the Moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, did you kind of leave the piano behind as you did more and more with the synthesizer? I I played only the sister, but the, the track features a piano sound, and yeah. I played uh, like a uh, playing like a real real the piano, the so real you, piano. Okay, okay. Mm. But uh, I'm wondering about it in your musical world as you moved on with your uh, mix of dance and melodic music, mm. less maybe time for classical music on the piano. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> do that kind of thing, but uh, yeah, it's not <laughs> uh, uh, released as a completed truck. So yeah, yeah, St we we it's, say still it's still in the can. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's under trial. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So uh, just going back to piano. Did you ever give recitals, concerts, just solo piano? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I have a concert, but the, this is a not a, only a hobby. So sure, sure, not, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not making it uh, pu to public. So <laughs> it, it's very personal thing. Yeah. That, okay. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. You're not showing off. <laughs> yeah. Not. Not. Not for ease. So. But. Uh, what you like to put out, what you like to release, is stuff people can dance to. It's it's interesting. There was a, I got an interview with John Coltrane. Okay. And this this journalist asks him, "What's your definition of classical music?" And he uh, says, "Well, no, no. This is what John John Coltrane answered. He said, well, I could be wrong, but I think classical music is where uh, the people sit down, mm. <laughs> the audience.'" 
That's all he said. <laughs> you know, he didn't talk about notes or rhythms. Uh, he talked more about the people. That's the way they experience the, the gig is by sitting down. Whereas other kind of music, yeah, you get up and you dance to. I thought that was an interesting point of view. Yeah, it's a very op opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, rock and roll, I think, started as a dance music in the 50s. Uh, but then by the time I was going to concerts in the early 70s, people were sitting down at those. <laughs> Can you believe that? Rock and roll's gone through sit down and I dance. Kind of phases, yeah. And, uh, and also... Actually, when the synthesizers were first being used that I heard, they were used in, like, prog bands. They weren't used uh, in dance bands at first. Like, progressive... By the way, uh, uh, we, we, we lost one of these uh, big pioneers in prog last night, uh, Keith Emerson. Keith Emerson. Do you remember yeah, an England yeah, yeah. band called Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? I uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, so... This is where I first knew synthesizer. Of course, later on, it became a big part of dance music. But maybe at the end of the day, music is music. <laughs> and the idea of genre, I don't know. Um, we're at the end of the first hour. March 11, 2014, Dishawa for Pedro Show. My guest, RO4 from Tokyo via Skype. Hold time for hour two. March 11, 2016. It's the second hour. The Watt for Pedro Show.
is the one that we've uh, sent against. And so he's going to move us uh, by grace to go to that
can do that and sure love and hope sure love and hope and the gift for dignity living with cancer is no game high hope and high forbearing give giving all you've got I am really proud of you toughing it out and toughing it out and I speak to you you tough survivor whether you are a derby girl or my best friend we have to plan ahead do good things in the future I live for your survival it's all we have right now I can't bear losing you, so I will think of something positive and pray for you so much. Let's keep track of your progress and, and love every step of the way, everything that you do. You're a survivor, and I love that. Tough as a reservoir doll, of course.
Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with Drops of Rain from our guest RO4. Uh, Dirty Beaches after that with theme from Rebels of the Neon God. Uh, Mario DeSandro with Second Chances. Joe Book Brewer with his poem Trinkets. Then Kyoka with Jungle Me. She's a she's from Kanazawa, but uh, she lives in Berlin. Speaking of uh, your German label, uh, Fountain of the World, Luther and Toby. Larry's in town right now, making an album with somebody. He's going to come down to Pedro when he gets a chance. We'll eat some fish with Rudy. Maximilian Slippers and Asalone, rocket ship from Water Landed, and finally Pudge. We drive fifty-five. All right. Didn't know the younger people remember that. <laughs> but that's the actual meaning of double nickels. And speaking of drops of rain, we got some big rain here. <laughs> well, we need it. You know, we've had four-year, five-year drought. But maybe too much too soon. Uh, yeah, we get the mudslides. Actually, Louisiana, incredible. Maybe 20 inches in a day or two. I feel so bad. These people, you know, the water, the rain is up to the house, uh, the roof. But, uh, God, it's five-year anniversary of uh, that sad uh, Tohoku thing for you guys. Nature's intense, <laughs> I got to tell you. But, but tell me about this Drops of Rain. What, what, what made you write it? Uh, I I first write the Drops of Rain in the very... 2009 around, around that and uh, at the same time of the release of Gazing at the Moon uh, I have a new release a Chaser EP yeah. uh, from the 220 Voltage uh, it's a label in Malaysia Malaysia Great. yeah and uh, <clears throat> Drops of Brain is, uh, include, uh, was included uh, in the Chaser EP Right. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, so, you know, uh, we have a rainy season every year uh, sure. before the summer yeah, here people, in Tokyo, Japan. People in the U.S. might not know. We, we, we think of four seasons. But over there, between uh, springtime and summertime, there's big yeah. rain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's not so, so hard uh, in the Sometimes it's hard, but it not, it's not so hard in the uh, Tokyo. Uh, in Tokyo, the rain is not so hard. And the, yeah, drops of rain uh, was uh, inspired by the sound oh. of the rain the uh, hits on the roof of my house. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like. Uh, yeah, I guess many people do not like the. Rain or rainy season. Uh, yeah, I, look, I live in California. <laughs> okay, everybody. But, but I agree. But there, there's a there's a problem having too much sun. <laughs> okay, you know, like so. everything, there's got to be a balance, and especially yeah. if you want good nature. And exactly. uh, but you know, I found this out about uh, Japan. There's deep connections with nature, and I think a lot of people on the outside don't realize this. They just see the. Uh, big cities with the concrete and neon light, but actually in the culture. So I could see you being influenced by just drops of rain on the roof. Yeah. 
to me, that's a very natural uh, connection. What about this? We're going to play this song called Night Drive. Night Dive, yeah. yeah this you, is a... Night Dive, uh, it's, what, like going into the ocean? No, I... I uh, to, to tell the truth, I intended to night dive into the city. <laughs> oh, okay. It's because a I like the metaphor. night scene of the central Tokyo, sure, like sure. Shinjuku or Shibuya or Tokyo station, around the Tokyo station. Yeah. Yeah, that nice night scene always inspires me to drive drive me to make a, some kind of yeah, kind of the sound like night dive. Yeah, inspiration. Okay, let's hear it. Night dive.
Steve McKay. Steve McKay. Blow, Steve. Steve McKay. Class. Steve McKay. Human guy. Steve McKay. Saxophone. Yo, Steve. Blow. I love you, Steve.
Scott from Pedro Show. That was Night Dive, R04. After that, we had uh, Ig. Uh, he gave me a little piece uh, of spiel to play for that Steve Stock. Uh, benefit for both Steve McKay's uh, wife, Patty, up in Pacifica two weeks ago. So I put we put it on Tom Watson's uh, leash, and then I, I put it up on the microphone. And uh, so he could, like, kind of talk to the people. And that's what it was. And then we had a, a liquor ball after that, which is a, a bass man, Marlon. Uh, Prodigy he had with Bo Steve. And uh, I think that was during a, rec- a tour they did with uh, Smegma. And Richard Meltzer was with Smegma then. And me and Raymond saw it up at the, near where the Brown Derby used to be. Anyway, that was a very emotional gig. To lose him was... This is hard for me. Uh, Thalem Kaufman, after that, 13 billion years and a half. Thalem was there to uh, part of Steve Stock, too. It was great. I, th- I think he lives in Pacific. Kept trying to get me to park in the slot. I didn't want to get the boat stuck in. A lot of people, they think they know how big the boat is, but until you're at the wheel. Anyway, Into the Sea by Gum. And finally, part of Hetty's tradition, Lemon Kittens. Yeah, I found all my old Lemon Kittens. Stuff uh, uh, from England in the late 70s, early 80s that I really liked. And uh, love it. Let me kids. I don't know if you're familiar with Morrow 4, but they were a great man. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, do you do the live house kind of thing for gigs? Uh, I, I rarely do the live things because I'm... You're more of a recording guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a only a recording guy, <laughs> so so. Yeah, yeah. I'm just intensively recording. Well, that was, you know, Steely Dan was like that for like twenty years. Uh, yeah, the the a lot of the successful days of the Steely Dan, they never even did gigs; they just recorded. So I, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I was just curious uh, because, you know, I, I've, I've done some tours in Japan in the live house scene. Uh, pretty intense yeah it's kind of pay to play and so I thought you might have some perspective on that uh, but I enjoyed it uh, the listeners there the gig goers there very sincere and, uh, uh, maybe uh, no gigs is better to keep more mystery <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Because you were telling me about, t- talk about that without making it less mysterious, of course, but talk about that, the, the mystery thing. Uh, I think that the first, uh, first I, I was fascinated the uh, coolness or inorganicness of, uh, or anonymity of the techno music. Yeah. So I, yeah, my, Artist name are all for a. I wanted to be the my uh, artist name to be a, like a product number. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, In a way that it, makes a lot of sense, though, if you look at a lot of the. <laughs> it's a kind of mystery. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's yeah, a... people always ask ask me to uh, ask me uh, what R zero four stands for. <laughs> but uh, see, I never does... asked you that because. <laughs> I, I knew it was kind of a, a commentary on society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a very good one. 
because I think, <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, a lot of stuff is product, and like we won't admit it. We kind of lie to ourselves. So, thank you for being so honest about that. But I'll tell you a guy I just asked to do an interview with, uh, Bob Pollard from uh, uh, Guided by Voices, and he just gave me some new music. And I said, hey, you want to be on the show? And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, I want mystery. So I don't think it's just techno. I mean, he kind of plays rock and roll, right? So I, I think there's there's that side of it. Uh, there, remember that book, Catcher in the Rye? J.D. Salinger, he wouldn't do interviews or anything. I think uh, I think all artists should be... God damn it. Phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? It's why. Ma? Ma, I'm doing the radio show. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it in a few minutes, okay? Okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't <Well>. worry. <laughs> so my life isn't such a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that I couldn't make it. Uh, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, she's getting over her sickness and stuff, so. It's yeah. good to hear from her. I hadn't heard from her in a couple of days, so that's that's pretty good. It's okay, in the middle okay. of the show. Hey, it's in the middle that's of the fine. show. That's fine. <laughs> you know, we're at the end of the second hour of uh, okay. March 11, 2014 edition of Pedro Show. Our guest, RO4 from Tokyo via Skype. Hold tight for hour three. March 11, 2016. It's the third hour. What for Pedro Show.
little barefoot girl spied something shiny in the water. Said her daddy dear, that's the plastic jar. A billion floating bottles and broken toys, reuse, reuse, recycle. Said the little girl, Daddy. Who made this mess? It was you and I, oh daughter. I must confess, every time we use something plastic like a bottle, we've got to try a little harder. Recycle, little daughter. Everybody knows about recycling. It's something we all do. Save every can, every paper bottle, magazine. Put it in the bin that's blue. Walmart recycling. But did you know about reuse? Well, take an old chuck. Fill it with soil from your compost bin. Drop in seeds, add a little water. Two weeks later, new life begins. Tomato, potato, rosemary, oregano. A tire is a swing, a bottle is a piggy bank. French fry oil is gasoline. Technically, it's more like a diesel. But did you know about reduce? Well, we'll get two more years out of our trusty old Chevy. See the world from the window of a train. Let's turn off the lights. We'll turn off the TiVo. Ride our bikes. Get a barrel for the rain. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Daddy, take my hand. Every little thing is gonna be alright. My generation has got a lot to do. We're gonna try. Recycle, reduce, reuse, recycle, reduce, reuse, recycle.
So start off the third hour with uh, now RO4. This you you doing a remix of a, a Ramulado song? Uh, sorry, re- re- remake of what? A remix of a Ramulado song? Ah, Ramulado, yes, Ramulado. Yeah, yeah, he's a label mate in the two twenty volt okay. label in Malaysia, and uh, he's a Where, uh, where's he from? Oh, Italy. He's Italian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, a, I, I'm, uh, we are friends with uh, uh, via the Twitter, and uh, we are talking about spaghetti. Oh, really? Spaghetti. My, <laughs> He's my a spaghetti master. Yeah, my mother's people came from Italy, so I, I have eaten a lot of spaghetti in my life. Oh. And will continue to whenever <laughs> I see her. But uh, so this is a collaboration then. Yeah, kind of. kind of a collaboration, but uh, I, I've got from the I, I've got the materials from the label boss of the two twenty board, and right. uh, I re- cooked the materials into the research remix. Right, you cooked. That's cooked. A good, that's a yeah. good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So he already had the parts out there. You just re, re- yeah, you you cooked it. Yeah. Okay, then we had Spielgusher with uh, 
Albanese, Dead Letter Zone for Peter Lofner and Don Harvey, uh, Mr. Susan, uh, Yeah, The Dune, Live, uh, Reeling Out from the Solvents, Sleep, World's Forgotten Sons, that's a cat, Mark uh, Markle, a Roma, uh, Roma guy, he's in uh, London though, uh, Reduce, Reuse, Recycle, Earthworm Ensemble, Dr. Amazon with Percussion, and finally Big Crux with Phantasma uh, and Dar. Okay, so uh, what can you tell me about this tune, Dreamland? Dreamland, because yes. This, is this a, seems uh, like it's another remix, right? Yeah, uh, this is uh, another cook. <laughs> another and cook. Got from the, uh, I got, got material from the label boss uh, to 220 volt yeah. to as well. <laughs> So yeah, this is not a collaboration, but a, a one directed, uh, one directional uh, collaboration. Yeah, uni- unilateral. <laughs> and this, uh, but who is this? Uh, D D A P. Yeah, uh, D J P. Oh, it's D J P. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's a friend, uh, label mate of the two twenty volt uh, two, and uh, God, his name is Jean Pierre Rantieri. And uh, he's a French techno producer. Okay. And he was living in Malaysia for a while. Yeah. And uh, he's, I guess he's now in UK, London. Okay. DJP. DJP. Yeah. Like Sean Ben, right? Like a piss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I grew up Navy housing, so like only girls said P, you know. Men said piss. <laughs> But whatever, I like Sean Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's listen to this Dreamland, okay? Yeah.
Lost from Pedro Show, our final bunch of music was a remix RO4 did of DJP's Dreamland. Then we heard Basho doing more, nowhere. But the more's got to eat, so maybe Thurston's involved. Uh, Security Strike by Shy Squad. Exclusion of Evolution by Giwoon fucking Roggin. Drag from Salvation. And finally, People Are Idiots by John Truby. And, you know, it's election time here, so that's why I thought I should put that one. <laughs> you guys have a funny thing going over there, too. We all do with this. These voting systems. Uh, I'm curious about what's your, your future plans? Future plan? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. In the near future, I have the new releases... Uh, I have three releases uh, this year. Yeah, that are coming. Yeah, in, coming, coming. Uh, new uh, EP. Uh, one is a uh, exam remix. Mm. Uh, the original track is made by Rayob San, who is a, a lady DJ living in Italy. Okay. It's released from the Dalam Musica in Malaysia. Okay. Uh, on April 15th, so next year, maybe. And one is a uh, Goroka. Uh, this is a collaboration track uh, made by RO4 yeah. and Jaro Damiel, who is uh, living in uh, Netherlands. Okay. And it, it's released from the B2 control uh, on April 25th. And the last release uh, is a Keep Inside, called the, uh, the track called Keep Inside. Keep Inside. Uh, by, yeah, yes. And uh, where can people go on the internet to find your stuff about you, like your music? and? Uh, just uh, uh, Google R-04. Uh, okay. R-04. Yeah. Zero four. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you or, got some. I, I know you got some music up on the SoundCloud.com web website. Yes, I have a SoundCloud account and a, a Twitter account. So please uh, search for the R hyphen zero four in Twitter or SoundCloud. You can find the, my my account and uh, sure. yeah. Now, now, now. You know, you said you started in two thousand nine as your debut. Yeah. How have you think? How have you seen your journey? Has it changed? Changed how? Well, different influences, different styles, uh, slower, faster, more complicated, uh, more simple. Mm, that's difficult, but uh, I think the influence is from the more uh, pure dance music. Okay, is very huge. So. My recent works seems, for me, seems like a more of a... More beats, less melodic? Yeah, beat, very okay. big beat. beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bigger beats, <laughs> and, and bigger you know, kicks. If, if, if a younger person came up to you and wanted to get started with music as expression, mm. I mean, I'm not talking a career or anything, but what, what, what advice? Would you, would you have any advice for somebody? Advice, okay. I think that 
club music producer uh, has a little chance to collaborate uh, uh, compared to the band man. Okay. So uh, I think that the club, uh, many producer, uh, more producer should collaborate with another uh, other musicians. Yes. To yeah, to make a more uh, more diversified sound. More interesting, more uh, yeah contributions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you would tell people to be kind of more open-minded and not, yeah, yeah. not not afraid to take chances. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. That's what uh, I mean. You know, I'm a, a big fan of your work, and I uh, I'm so glad you got to be on the show here. Thank you so much for uh, coming aboard. I wish you. Uh, a lot of success, and please uh, flow, and uh, you know, uh, send on over so I can play on the thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, this idea of making expression interesting. I'm uh, Nakama with you on that. Nakama, <laughs> Nakama. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, Aro, for calling all the way from Tokyo and talking to me about your music. Thank uh, you these, very much. These, these new uh, releases that come out, make sure I get them so I can play them on the. On the show. People, it's been March 11th, 2016 edition of the Watt for Pedro show. My guest, R04, Tokyo via Skype. Everybody, keep your powder dry. <laughs>